have a dream that all men are created equal. Welcome back to Your Story. I'm your host, Ian Kath. This is episode 35. We're not going to muck about too long here. We're just going to get straight into the show. But first, thanks everybody for contacting me on Twitter. And by the way, I've set up a Facebook fan page for Your Story. If you're interested, go and search on Facebook for Your Story. Pretty simple, eh? Um, and join the ranks of a few people who've actually decided to follow the show. And uh, I'll use it as a way of maybe communicating with you a little bit. Uh, so just, yeah, Your Story over at Facebook. Thanks. Uh, the site, of course, yourstorypodcast.com, you know, all the usual stuff, chat at yourstorypodcast.com is how I, you know, I can hear from you. Leave a comment at one of the posts, that's always good. Uh, iTunes, nobody's basically commenting over on iTunes. If you feel like it, oh, Tony commented off quite a while ago, if you feel like it, that's really good. Oh, I love it when people are supposed to comment over on iTunes, so please, uh, it's a good thing. I, I, that's really cool when you can manage to do that. I know it's busy, sometimes you're listening to this at the gym or at work or whatever and you're not near a computer. Oh, fair enough. I know the feeling, there's a lot of places I'll be meaning to comment as well, but I haven't quite got around to it as well. Iota Promonet supplies me with some really cool music, which I love, and this is underneath me right now is Joe Sabool Hot Sexy Girls. Yeah, I, I quite like this song, but I've been looking for a long time for a, uh, a particular episode that I can use it with, and I've been uh, wanting to use it, but just none of them being quite suitable. But today's is, because today's is about a uh, lifestyle that, hmm, it's a little bit confrontational. A lot of people don't really get into this particular lifestyle, and uh, for those people who don't understand it, they find it uh, quite confronting. So I met a couple while I was in Sydney, and we actually sat down and had quite a long yarn about uh, this lifestyle and how it's fraught with dangers, and there's the benefits that come to the couple 
and uh, they share these things with us. It's uh, This is what the podcast is all about. It's all about exploring things that maybe aren't normal, aren't usual, are the lifestyles that people choose that are outside of what we see as social norms. I have no judgment of right or wrong about any of this stuff. I, uh, I'd, I'd sit down and talk to anybody about everything. And we have an incredibly wonderful conversation here, and I can understand many of the points that they say. I personally am not involved in this lifestyle at all, but... I, I really dig the fact that some people are, and that's what we uh, have a long, sort of very full discussion about. But rather than me prattling on about something I really don't know anything about, let's hear it from those who do. So here's Lucy's and Willie's story. We're sitting here on a stunning, stunning Saturday afternoon just before Mardi Gras in Manly Harbour as the sun sets in the shade of a fig tree. And there's going to be a fair bit of background noise because there's people everywhere and we're just going to have to deal with it, people. Sorry about that. But I've got a lovely couple here with me and we're going to talk about something that I have a voyeuristic interest in, not because I'm involved. Welcome, Lucy. And Willie. And Willie. Lucy and Willie. Thank you. Thanks for coming. <laughs> We're going to talk about your life, your story, because I find it a, a story that I'm not familiar with and I'd like to explore it. First of all, what's your background? Lucy, where have you come from originally? I'm from England. England. A good yeah. British lass. A good British lass, yes. And how long have you been in Australia? Oh, nine years. Is that all? Nine years, yeah. Oh, you've done well. To, yes, I know. I've got cover, rid of it. You got rid of the accent. Yes. Well, yeah. And you, Willie? How long you, you, you? I'm a local boy. I grew you up around here. Grew up in Manly. Yeah. You both parents? Yes, I have two children from a former relationship, and we have one together. One together, and the, yes. and the little one is what six? He's six. Yeah. The reason I've got you on the show is we follow each other on Twitter, and we've had many exchanges, and you've actually listened to a few of the podcast episodes yep. and commented on the site. And there are all these lovely, yummy things that we can talk about. I wonder if we should expose the lifestyle. Yes, the lifestyle. It's, um, we have a different view to most. We have in the past been swingers. Define swingers for us, Lucy. Define swingers. Mm, it's difficult. Everyone has their own take on it. We define it, unusually for swingers, as being um, having sexual relationships with people. But also going one step further. Going one step further. Going step one step further, as in we become involved with these people. Uh-huh. So we'll meet for coffee, we'll have dinner, we get the kids together if they've got kids. We You become friends. Become friends, as well as lovers. Right. right. But in a purely... It is emotional. You can't stop it being emotional. But it has to... Everyone has to be happy. It's very difficult to get four people happy. Only so, four? Only four. Okay. Okay. How did you get into it originally? Were you, were you both in... How long have you been together as a couple? Um, eight years. Eight years? Eight years. Okay. Had you played in this world before you came together as a couple? Willie hadn't. <laughs> Will, Willie's over here shaking his head. <laughs> Willie's tired. Willie's not going to say that. I can tell. Hey, you no, had a, neither had you, had you? You told me you didn't. No, but I'm... Bisexual, I identify as being okay. bisexual. Okay, but that's so a whole I, other... But that's, that's different to swinging. Yes. 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 So, um, so this is something that you came upon as a couple. Willie's fault. He was listening to a podcast and... This is, so it must be only within the last four or five years. 
Yes. This is, yeah. And he was listening to a podcast and I was fiddling around with his iPod because I hadn't got one. And I was like, oh, what's this? Oh, what is this? And I'm listening to it as we went up to see our, his parents. And, and what, was the, what was the podcast? And the podcast was Swingercast. No, it wasn't. Wasn't it Swingercast? No, it was Sex is Fun. Oh, Sex is Fun, that's right. And that was the full swap episode they did with Swingercast. So that's right. So it was pure accident. Accident that they happened to be doing an episode on swinging. So what was the reaction when you came across this? Like, was this just a, Willie, was this just a general sort of interest for you? Or were you I uh, think pretty keen? I think so. in the early days, Sex is Fun was a brilliant podcast mm. because it was full of lots of sort of useful information. It's gone recently, I think, they've run out of material, so they have to strafe closer and closer to the fringe and it becomes of less general interest in. What, more titillation and stuff? Right, right. Mm. And what was your reaction when you came, when you tripped across this? I was turned on. <laughs> <laughs> Which was a real shame because we were in the car driving to Queensland at the time and we got as far as about Newcastle and um, she had seven hours of uh, what I had stored up on the iPod. But it was good. I mean, I listened to it and I was thinking about it and I said, this is really good. Right. You know, okay. we need to talk about so, this. Okay, so your first reaction was what? But for this both, was really but, good. Yeah, it's good. It's, a, it's good. It's, it's a like, positive lifestyle. Yeah. Why, Why not have someone else? Okay. That, for most people, is confronting. You're yeah. married. Yes. Yeah. yes. I mean, you're, like, you're talking about having a shag with somebody else and maybe sharing somebody with your husband, lying in the same bed with somebody maybe. That's very confronting for a lot of people. When you're in the first stages of swinging, it's, <clears throat> you can't see that. All you do see is, wow, look at that bloke out there. I could fuck him. And that's what you think. Right. You don't um, deep, dig deep any further than that. It's, it's just the initial. <gasps> but a lot of people would go, if they looked across and thought, I could shag that guy. No, I can't. I'm married. Well, we kind of talked about everything, hadn't we? And it, we'd always kind of been quite open about, you know, gosh, she's got a great pair of tits. Yeah, it was I'd do her. It, you know. it was never an issue because we went into it with some very specific understandings mm. between us of what was going to happen, what wasn't going to happen, and what the rules were. Okay, so what, what are the rules? So there was no... People find it conf- confronting because there's risk, but there was no risk for us. No. Now, right, right from the start, we said, all right, we're going to try this, and if it doesn't work, then we're going to stop doing it. So there was never a risk of um, Lucy running off with someone or me running off with someone or anything like that. It was mm. it was quite black and white. So the, what, are, what are the rules? The rules to begin with, after that trip we talked about it and then talked about it some more and then on just for Easter, we gave up each other for Lent, I think, didn't we? You gave up each other what? <laughs> for Lent. Because <laughs> it was the Easter weekend. And I said, okay, we're going to go to this club. I found this club. going to go to this club. And we... Just talking about it turned us on for so long. That's all we needed. That's all we needed was that. And then it was. I just said, okay, we need to go to club. So we discussed the rules and the rules or the boundaries or however, however you want to say it, is we were not going to have full intercourse with anyone. Okay. That was for us. Which is called soft swapping, I think. It's heard. soft swap, yes. And we weren't going to kiss. Right. We weren't going to hold hands. Right. And I'm just trying to think what we were allowed to do. We were allowed to digitally penetrate 
God, that sounds bad, doesn't it? Yeah, we're allowed to finger someone. Breast manipulation, playing yeah. someone's tits, and oral sex. Okay. Which all Which sounds really, really tacky, and it's not tacky like it's that. It's not. No, it's it's foreplay. It's, it's foreplay that it's, it's, for, it's foreplay that every couple does. Yeah. But you're just making it a little bit, yeah. little bit more clinical. It sounds like what you've done is you've actually avoided emotional contact with it people. It was mm, completely. Yeah. Which you're talking about sex rather than <coughs> a, um, an emotional, yeah, sexually I mean, loving relationship. And at first, I think everyone's wise to do that. You've got to, you know, go with the flow, go with the excitement, but know when to know your boundaries and like if you're because we used to have our bath talks and that's where we did all of our sexual discussion was always in the bath which we still do so we'd sit in the bath and i'd say i can't bear the thought of a woman kissing you but no kissing it's not a big deal if it turns you up inside it's not right you should not be doing it right so, so I that think, was our grand rule i think where a lot of the um the, the fun comes from is the risk element Oh yeah, <clears throat> you're pushing yourself right to the boundary, and it's let's face it, if you're fucking whoever, whatever, the sense, the physical sensation's the same. <laughs> You've but always said that. <laughs> if you push yourself right to the boundary, then you start to yeah, it starts to trigger a, a few things in you. What's the boundaries? Whatever the boundaries are, like um, okay, for you guys. Well, for people, so a bloke that that loves skydiving. Right, no one in their right mind would jump out of a perfectly good plane. Do you know how many skydives I've got? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you get a kick out of it. You're pushing yeah. yourself to the edge. You do it all the time. Yeah. Too noisy. So you get this huge buzz out of pushing yourself to the edge. Look, I think it takes balls to walk into a swingers club and say, right, oh, well, I'm going to let someone else fuck my wife. Mm. For most blokes, that's a pretty big deal. Mm. And blokes don't do that either. So how are you able to do that? Yeah, and I'd like you to empathise with those people who can't. How would you explain to them the way that you can do that? You get a real kick out of it. You're pushing yourself to the limit. But aren't you jealous? Aren't you jealous of your wife and some other guy being together? Aren't you jealous of your husband being with some good-looking chick? I am now. Okay, okay. Let's we'll, we'll catch up to how things may have changed. <laughs> I yeah, jealousy is yeah. a difficult. How, how do you subject? deal with jealousy? Because that's, most people, that's the issue, mm, isn't it? Talking, you've got to hammer it out, and that's what people are not good at. People do not talk. Different people deal with it differently. Like you, jealousy is a real thing for you. Mm. I have no jealousy. I'm not jealous of anybody. No, never have been. No, I just don't understand jealousy. How can, how can you not be jealous of somebody wanting to be with your wife? How can you, how can you allow that? How can you well, what's there to be jealous of? That she might go with this person. Well, I think the definition of jealousy is that you want, you covet something that somebody else has. I don't covet. Um, but she's your wife. Well, I don't covet it because at the end of the day, she's always going to come back to me. But what if she finds him more attractive than you? That's the risk. She wouldn't. That's the Cock sure. That's Yeah, that's yeah. the contract. That You walk in... But how do you know she's not going to break it? What, what if she finds Mr Studley, you know, the, the man of her dreams, who she thought was you, but all of a sudden he's better? Yeah, now you're getting to the fundamental thing. It's all about trust. Yeah. In order to be successful in this thing, you've got to have absolute trust of your partner. Lucy can do anything. And I know at the end of the day, she's not going to do anything that will hurt me. <coughs> right. And, and 
you, Lucy? How do you deal with with really being with somebody? In the past, it's been pretty easy. Easy. You yes. say with stilted I pauses. Do, I do. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, you've got to talk. You've got to talk out. Right. Can I? This is just my sort of view of it. Lucy trusts me explicitly, implicitly, implicitly yeah, in, in everything. Where it all falls down, though, is you can't trust the other person, Yeah. the person I'm with. And that's part of the story that we'll get to later. Mm, okay, okay. There are issues with women. Okay. okay and we what? have had issues with women. But in the past, it's just talking, talking, talking. I mean... Okay, tell us that story. Tell us how, how that evolved and what went down. We were... We're still friends with this couple. Like, I regard them as very, very good friends. I would trust them with my life. I just don't trust her with my husband. Right. Why? Which sounds very strange. You're in the same culture together? Why yes. Not? Um, she's... Uh, this is going to sound so, so horrid. She's an ex-playboy model. Was it play... She's gorgeous. Play? Oh, she's... At 57, she is still stunning. 52. She's 52. She's right. still stunning. And we've actually, me and Willie, we now know the signs. Right. So we just remove ourselves. But there was a so, time so where... So she has these personal issues. How does that impact on you guys, though? It impacts because she will, she'll launch herself at Willie and Willie will um, remove himself but actually can't... She will just then go again. So we have tried... Well, we, yeah, well, we have tried to explain. And her partner finds that very difficult, too. So sure, yeah, because he's he's you know, he he would have difficulty yeah. trusting her, and it's not the but first you, but woman you can, <laughs> but, to do it. But you can trust. Well, you know, Willie's a stud. You know, like you God. know, street the balls going. Hot as hell. I'd, I'd be going in myself, but <laughs> I'm not. Steady on. <laughs> but um, but you trust Willie. Yes. So why is this an issue that this woman is throwing herself all over him? You know, like isn't that just irrelevant? <laughs> so pick another woman. Mm, no, in order it's for not it, that easy. In order for it to work, you've got to be in control all the time. All the time. You as soon as you're out of control, then things can go can go wrong. And the problem is, it's just a bit of meaningless sport. Mm. It's just a bit of fun. Right. So sex day, is sport. Yeah. This is the way it's being treated. Yeah, in in, in, in that situation. Right. Yeah. But if someone starts to want it too much, that's when the whole thing goes wrong. Okay. At the end of the day, you can cover it. And I think that's where the, the whole jealousy and sort of coveting thing comes mm. from. If you want something you can't have, that's when it's wrong. Yeah. Ah. I'm offering five apples. I'm not offering you my tree. Yeah. You can have my five apples and I will share my five apples. And when I click my fingers at any time, my five apples will come back. But you can't have the tree. Right. And when you start to want the tree, you have to say, no, I'm sorry. And that's because there's an emotional connection that's been yes. generated beyond the sport of sex. Yes. But you said right at the very beginning here, mm -hmm. um, right at the very beginning that... Oof. There is an emotional connection. These people are friends. You are yes. you are more than just people that you meet in the streets and push them up against a wall. You know, you've developed... <laughs> <laughs> We've done it that way too, and that's not nice. Yeah, so you've actually developed relationships. Yes. So you are, there is an emotional connection, and then you Absolutely. have sexual mm -hmm. you know, relations with them. So it is always, you've said right from the very beginning, that it's more than just sex. But then you contradict that and say it's just sex. Willie, 
calls it meaningless sport, and there's another story to that. Okay. And so is there a difference between do you yes. do you approach it differently? Yes. I can find a man so attractive and emotionally want him. I have to have you. Now, you can put an absolute 18-year-old stunner in front of Willie. He'll go, yeah, yeah, I'll fuck it. For him, it's sport. Right. But for every woman I've ever spoken to, and they've all said the same thing, there has to be some kind of emotion. That's not with a sense of disrespect. No, it's I not. I don't disrespect them. I, I, meaningless sport is a really, really bad way of <laughs> saying it. Um, you, you hold them in the highest respect, but when it's over, it's over. Yep. Mm. It's, you know, a, it's a sexual act. It's yeah. not an emotional act. If I broke my leg and I couldn't ride my bike, I'd be a lot sadder than if I never got to have sex with them ever again. Right. Okay. Whereas with women, you have to have a physical attraction, and that's really hard to get. For four people to be attracted to each other is so hard Yep. to do that. And you also need, for a woman, an emotional attachment. You have to have something that says that that guy is going to look after you. If you say, I don't want to do that, then he's going to say, that's fine, and carry on. That he's not going to be pushy, that he's going to respect you. See, if you want to boil it all down, um, and we've had lots of discussions about this, guys are genetically programmed to spread the seed as far as they possibly can. Girls, <laughs> girls, You're doing well. <laughs> girls are genetically programmed to find someone to be a suitable um, father for the child. And if you accept that, then this whole arrangement's never going to work. There's inherent risk in this we get tested no 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 i wasn't i wasn't going to go down the std everyone asks that. no no i actually it's not a question that occurred to me to be honest well yeah the whole std people thing. need to think about it yeah of course of course and you're yeah. quite right and it is something i should have mm. asked but i'm actually more interested in the emotional stuff because i yeah. don't think a lot of people uh, give a lot of credibility to the emotional damage that can be done with certain behaviors you know and, oh, absolutely. and that's where i'm frankly quite interested but you know there is there is risk in this, and you've discussed how mm. you've managed that. Do people understand this when they go come into the lifestyle? No. What? Where is the dangers there? The dangers are, and we see this all the time in clubs, is when you get a lovely young lady, lovely young bloke, and they come in, because they're starting very early nowadays. We have 18-year-olds in the club, which is... Wow. A little bit too young. And most of it is club-based. It's rather than just yes. ca catching up online and saying, I'll pop around to your place and we'll There's get into a it. huge there's culture, a but... There's we, a lot of that. Yeah, we we don't really kind of go into there's, that scene much. You could put it into three categories. There's people who do exactly what you just said. Oh, look, let's catch up and whatever. And that happens on even on Twitter. I've seen people mm. hook up on <laughs> Twitter. Um, there's the clubs where people go there with a specific purpose of yep. getting laid. And there are regular parties, which are a, mm. tend to be a full-on orgy. Okay. Yeah, you okay. Might get, and they're mm. somewhat private, I suppose. Yeah. There's a, it's a group of people who know. And, yes, once yeah, you get the, vetted. Yes, right. Basically. Right, okay. But the danger is that you get these couples, and sometimes they're middle-aged couples, and the man drinks too much, or the woman drinks too much, and she's bloody horny, he's bloody horny. One of them goes upstairs, 
then the other one goes upstairs and all, all too soon it falls apart because then all the rules have gone out the window. You've drunk too much, the rules have gone out the window. You're doing this, you're doing this, you looked at her, you looked at... And it comes down to the basics. You looked at that woman. Well, you're in a club to fuck other people. He's going to be looking at someone else. And quite often you, you find these people, you know, attacking their husbands with their shoes and... Seriously? Oh, it's, it gets vicious, doesn't it? You yeah. stopped one woman. She was just attacking her husband with these heels. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, oh, my God, he's going to die. He's going to have brain injury. And she... And Luke just pulled her away and calmed her down. Another time that this bloke just walked up to um, Willie and just said, my wife really wants to fuck you. No, no, he came up to me and he said, will you please fuck That's my right. wife? Mm. Right. And I think my answer was, well, she's going to have to do a lot more. Mm. Different people do different things. You can imagine the person... No, well, to me, that sounds like a perfectly reasonable request. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're going there is. with an intention. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess so. It makes me cringe, but okay. People do... <laughs> it's a man thing. People do different things. Like, there's the person who walks into the club and their intention is to get laid and that's going to happen and invariably they do I guarantee that if we went to the club tonight if we wanted to we'd get yeah, laid absolutely there are other people who um, are more reserved um, and getting laid might be one in ten times and there are other people, I suppose, a bit like us, that would at least like to know their names before um, before we do. And I, I have to confess, there have been times when I didn't even know a name till afterwards. Right. The flu lady. <laughs> she no, gave I, you flu. I still don't know her name, and I'll never forgive her for giving me flu. <laughs> yeah, that's the only sexually transmitted disease I've ever caught was the flu, <laughs> and I was so sick. And I didn't realise till afterwards, you know, she's sniffling and carrying mm. on afterwards. Yeah. I don't know how she hit it, because I certainly wouldn't have gone there if I'd have known what was coming. But, um, no, there's other people where I actually had to introduce myself afterwards. But that's funny. That's amusing when you do that. You say, got you a good shag. My, my <laughs> what, name's Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's good. I mean, yeah. sometimes that's... Yeah. Well, that sounds like everybody's quite grown up about it. Yeah. Um, and if you can bring humour into it, you have to be grown up. To be yeah. able to do it. Oh, you've got to have a sense of humour. You have to. Because everything that could possibly go wrong does. does go wrong. If you do it for long enough... You see it all. See, and how long have you been doing it? How long have you been, had, had you been in the culture? Four, five years, four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The, mm. Reasonable time. Oh, yeah. Because it's completely different. What happens at a party or when you're out with some friends is completely different to what happens in the bedroom at home. Yeah. In the bedroom at home, you're in a comfortable environment where everyone knows what's going on and a bit of um, a bit of a malfunction, something, you know, someone farts or something at home. Well, <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not the best thing, but, you know, it, it's not a huge social faux pas or, you know, failure to launch. It's not... Yeah. You know, it happens to everyone. It's never happened to me, but... <laughs> <laughs> of course, darling. Of course. But it, it happens to everyone I hear, and... It happens a lot. If club. that happens in a club, then happens it's a, a big deal, you know. Because at the end of the day, you go there for however long, four, five, six, seven hours, there's a limited time frame in which to get laid. And if you're, mm. from a girl's point of view, if you're with a guy who can't get it up, then you've wasted a perfectly good opportunity. And... 
for a lot of guys, there's only one opportunity too. Um, a lot of guys don't like the idea of going sloppy seconds. So if she's been with Mr X and he's failed, Mr Y is not going to no. take any interest after, after that. I would um, say to people, think very carefully, just go through everything. Every, I mean, we used to go through every scenario. What if this happens? Oh, that's not going to happen, but what, what if, if it, it does? does? Let's talk about it. And we did. We went through every stupid scenario. And but a lot it was of important them to do that. A lot of them did happen. <laughs> but is you it, have to do it. Is it a good lifestyle? Yes. Why is it so good? Well, for a start, if you... <clears throat> I, can, I, I can be honest, completely callous. If you're fat and ugly with halitosis and BO, you're not going to get a shag. No. So first of all, you've got to look after yourself. Your physical presentation is going to be the very best you can be. You're going to be fit. I take it, but though you don't have to be um, a Chippendale or a no, Playboy no, model. No, no, no. You know, they ex it's okay to be human. Well, in obviously, fact, we're just stunning. In fact, <laughs> in fact actually, it but, works. Like you two, you two definitely match this. Oh, obviously, yes, obviously, yes, it know. works just... against you. Actually, the better yes. looking you are, the less likely you are to. People won't come and talk to you. They feel intimidated. Yes. Yeah. And you have to go in and go, hi! Da, 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 da. So if you're fit and healthy but yes. normal, yes. that's, that's and how be it's honest. supposed to be. Don't give fake names. You've got to be free Don't of... give fake names. <laughs> you've got to be free of any sort of disease, right? Yeah. I think you're under a moral obligation, you know, if you've got dormant herpes or someone you've something you've got to let people know and it's a lot easier if you don't have that issue and we've never um we've never been with anyone that no has anything like that you've got to be honest enough to say to someone okay have you ever had anything mm. and you've got to trust them you've also got to look after yourself i mean if you look at someone and think oh they're not quite me don't go there have the guts to be able to say no sorry so, so that brings so it is about attraction too it's not just it about is. it's got to be attraction. You know, penis and pussy there no, is attraction there it's very hard to get several times willie's gone said to me look at her and i've gone yeah look at him it's just not going to happen you know he's a slug she's gorgeous right or you get the other way around i might see something in someone and willie will just go say no Look at her. What, what about what, what about if the other male or the other female goes, hey, listen, I'm prepared to step out of this and let my partner go and play? Oh, that's such good fun. Okay, so that... Very rarely happens. Okay, but that's okay. That that's, is allowed? Yep. Okay. Willie has actually said to me, that's fine. You need this, you go and do that. Right. And now you being bisexual means that sometimes you want to be with a woman. Yep. So, and he said that's So fine. the two guys are out at the bar having a beer, right? Yep, they can do that, or he'll, you know, just butt out completely. But she has to make time with him, and that's what right. a lot of women don't do. A lot of women will just, or the men will just kind of talk to me, and just, it's like Willie's not even there. You've got to spend time with the other partner as well. Who calls the shot? Is it is it female dominated? The women call it, basically? Supposedly. Supposedly? Yeah, Supposedly. but in reality it's, it's not. not. And that comes back to what I was saying before. The guy's driven to spread the seed, the girl's driven to find a mate, um, and the guys also, oh, women run the scene, bullshit, men so, do. Men do. 
Really? Because men are following their natural instinct. Mm. So the men are a little bit aggressive? Are they? No, not aggressive. Um, they're they're all usually well-mannered. Um, but you've got to call a spade a spade. Yeah. Swinging is not for women, it's for men. And anyone who says any different... But, but right at the beginning, you said that you, you <coughs> found it incredibly arousing, yep. the thought of it. So that suggests to me that women are interested in it. Women are interested in it, but women are only interested in the parts they're interested in. Men will just go for the route, whereas women like the social scene, the getting ready. To me, getting ready is a huge part of it. Does I have it, two that, wardrobes. Does that arouse you? Yes. I have two wardrobes. I have my normal, boring, mummy wardrobe, and my, I suppose I've got three, my gym wardrobe, and then I have my play wardrobe. fetish and my play wardrobe, which yeah. are completely... And is that locked behind closed doors it's that the not, kids don't see? It's not. They've seen it all. They've seen it all. Even to the point of, Mum, you've got no underwear on again. <laughs> As I come down the stairs, well, hey, I didn't want to wear undies today, you know. So do the kids know about the lifestyle? Um, the eldest one does. And how is she about that? This is your 24-year-old? 23-year-old. 23-year-old. She was... I'm not sure. I think I sent her an email from one of our play accounts. And she must have... She must have checked it out and it was just like, oh, oh, you're going to that club again, are you? Yes. And she said, you know, that the middle child had told her what I was wearing. She said, what sort of club is this, mama? You know, she was very British about it. But I mean, I just said to her, look, yeah, we do it and it's safe and we're happy. And she said, just don't get divorced. So she's still in that mindset. She's still quite young. She's 23. She's still in the mindset of you can't look at another bloke. Right. She's still in that insecurity period, I think, which is fair enough. I mean, everyone goes through it, I think. I don't think it's a good thing for kids to know about because they've got a lot at stake. Yeah. Yeah. You say you invest a lot in your kids. Think how much more they've got invested in you. And if you're off shagging other women, that's a real threat to them. It's a so worry. it's best that they don't. And yeah. and they wouldn't... Uh, your six-year-old wouldn't be able to understand what it all means. No. You know, like yeah. it's such a grown-up concept. Well, <laughs> It's funny, actually. He's been brought up in a reasonably open-minded Very, environment. Yeah. And he's, he's probably got the least hang-ups about... Hmm sexuality of any kid I know. Right. Like, he's not overtly sexual or anything no. stupid like that. But he's very clear about it. And but he's seen... He knows... He, he certainly knows what goes on. Yeah, he's seen the particular lady we were talking about before launch herself at you and kiss you well, a big, a big yeah. kiss. It wasn't a friendly kiss, it was a kiss. Look at Daddy kissing that girl. It was like, yeah, well, he's just saying goodbye. Yeah, but at age six, no... he picks up. Every woman that I've ever been with that he's met, he's given me all the signals like something else is going right, on. Right, right. You know, are you shagging Auntie Susan? <laughs> <laughs> Did he say, as he said that? In, in a six-year-old's way of asking, yeah. yeah. Wow. There's wow. a particular lady at school that I lusted after for some time, and he got the wrong stick of that because we were dancing at this school function, and he actually turned around and said... Oh, my mummy loves your husband. And I thought, you got that wrong, because it's actually the wife I'm after, not the husband. But, yeah, you know, obviously, you know, the flirtation that was going on, he just picked up on it. So we were a little bit more careful. Right, right. You well, have it's to kind be. of not an issue at the moment. At anyway. the moment, it's not an issue, so. And that goes back to what we were saying at the beginning. 
it's important not to rely on it. We know people that their whole sex life occurs in the club. Mm. That's not. And I think you have to be able. And they have a dysfunctional sex life at home. You say. I don't know what they do at home, but. But it all happens at the clubs. Yeah, it's we quite put sad. two and two together. You know, if they spend every Friday and Saturday night at the club, it doesn't leave a lot of opportunity for anything else. And I think you have to be able to say, right, either it's on or it's not on. So we went into all of this with the understanding that if either of us decided at any point that we didn't want to do it anymore, without giving even a reason, that was it. It was all over. And as long as everyone toes that line, there's no risk. If at any time I decide I'm not comfortable about it and I say to Lucy, um, I don't want to do it anymore, then there's no risk. Instantly it stops. Right at that point in time, you know, on Friday, Lucy was shagging so-and-so, and on Saturday, she's not. Simple. Yeah. Now, <coughs> now, right at the very beginning of this, you hinted that you're not necessarily in the lifestyle at the moment. No. Is I, that, what's happened? I don't regard myself as vanilla, because... Vanilla means? Vanilla is a... Oh, this is so hard to explain. Vanilla is a person... <laughs> Who is monogam monogamous? That's it. That's the word. Monogamous, and is quite blinkered, right, in their sexual dirtiness, in their sexual life, and that's fine. If you're happy that way, that's fine. And you don't ever want to branch out and go into anything. That's fine. But I'm also tend to go towards the BDSM side, which Willie doesn't like at all. I don't dislike it, I just have no interest in it. He has no interest. So at the moment we've just decided that it's, we've just called a halt on it for now. It's just just got a bit sticky. The door's not closed, we're just no. not walking through it. No. If at the end of the day some gorgeous brunette walks up and Lucy decides she wants to go to bed with her, that's possible. Mm. Yeah. But for the moment you just have to breathe. It's just a it's just time to you have to not recollect. Is it exhausting to... sometimes? It can be. It's... We've had sessions that have gone from 7 o'clock at night till 4 o'clock the next morning. Right. You literally mm. can't walk. And it gets to the point sometimes where you think, oh, I must ring so-and-so because they might be feeling, you know, that we left a bit in a hurry or whatever. This is when you get into the more, I wouldn't call it poly. And I wouldn't call it swinging. It's something in between the two where you have a relationship with these friends. Yeah. And it gets very sticky because after a while you think, oh, I must ring them. Make sure everything's okay. And if they don't sound okay, then you have to go and see them. And and it and puts like all those on. all those dynamics of human relationships yes. start to. And build. it's like you date. You're dating again. It's like oh, worry, worry, worry. And it got to the point where we just. I was just exhausted with it. It was just, I don't want to keep bringing these people. I don't want to feel that when we go to them, it's going to be a play meet. I don't want to, you know, because towards the end, we were actually meeting at their house all the time. And the expectation was always going to be sex involved. It was. We we all had an agreement, didn't we, that it wasn't going to be an expectation. It was never, ever going to be that. But it kind of did turn into that a bit. And right. that's when I said, 
really, you know, I'm not actually really happy with this, but we'll see how it goes. And I should have stopped it right there. I should have said, no, that's, stop it there. Because there's a few other things that happened. It all got very close and emails were going back and forth and people were missing out on the emails and it just got horribly sticky. And that's where the downside is. And if people can learn from this, that's fantastic. They're still our good friends. But it, it did get to the point where Willie mentioned in one conversation with them that it was sport fucking. It's just sport fucking. <laughs> and the look on the female's face was just as if he'd hit her. It was just horrendous. Which goes back to what you said before. There yeah. is an emotional connection there. Is. there. Yeah. And I suspected for some time before that there was her emotional background wasn't at a level surface. It was actually rising. Right. Right. So that seems to be the major danger in this whole world. This is probably why gay guys get yes. on so well because they can sport fuck and it's fine. That's right. Because they both get it. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. Whereas you put female in, females into the mix and it. And then. Can I just. One other thing yeah. too is. Two people together is manageable. Hmm. I'm not sure whether you can manage four people. If you get to the point where you have to start worrying about four-way interactions, with four people, instead of there being one interaction, there's eight. And that becomes instantly unmanageable. Someone gets the hump, there's nothing worse. You go away for a weekend, a dirty weekend with another couple, and someone gets the shits for whatever reason, or even someone's not feeling 100%, mm. and the whole thing can turn to shit Because everyone worries. Yeah. Did I do something? Did you do something? What did you do? No, it wasn't me. Did you say something? I didn't say anything. And it just... So it begins to get a bit messy and this particular relationship, we're still friends with them, so still have coffee and meals, but it just got a little bit too intense. The word is intense. That's yeah. what it got. So but that varies from person to person. Yeah. From Lucy's point of view, it was intense. From my point of view, it was what it always was, which was just a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah, and I dare say from her point of view, it changed too. Yeah, by absolutely. By the sounds of reading between the lines. Mm. And therein lies the problem because Lucy was feeling uncomfortable and I was feeling nothing. <laughs> and that causes conflict between us and that's when it has to stop. So that's the jealousy feelings, which I suppose isn't really jealousy. It's, it's a tenseness. You don't need that. So yeah. maybe jealousy was the wrong word, but, you know, you get, you, you're going to get that. So... In order to wrap this up, mm -hmm. what is the over, what is the over-encompassing thing? Do you think to the world of swinging, the advantages and the disadvantages? The advantages is a freedom. We can walk down any street, anywhere, and you've got this naughtiness. But you can look at someone and go, "Hey, what do you think? Would you go there?" And it's fun all the time. It's fun. It's so like the other day we were riding our bikes through um, Homebush and this girl was jogging with the most enormous set of tits you've ever seen. <laughs> we both nearly And most off. blokes would comment on that and get a slap in the face, but I made a comment and Lucy said, yeah, I noticed, you know, there's no... <laughs> but the bad thing is that I think sometimes the tension... I think there is sometimes tension. I don't know how but you Between you guys? That. Not between us. Between... Oh, the other couples. Okay. Okay. So you've, you've really got to... Has, it, has it made your relationship better? Yes. 
there because you have to communicate in order to do it successfully without ending up divorced you've got to communicate you know at the end of the day um it's some serious shit to deal with the fact that your husband's off shagging somebody else's wife in separate rooms if you can yeah if you can deal with that how much easier is the day-to-day stuff so if there was somebody out there listening to this podcast behind all this bird noise at the moment (laughs) (laughs) isn't it great (laughs) what what would you recommend to them okay here darling i've got this podcast go and listen to this what would you recommend to this couple before that do not rush into it think about it live on the live on the all the podcasts all the stories all the internet sites live off that for a while and then i would say to the woman next time you're out look at a bloke and i am up for at least 10 minutes and see what reaction your husband has and willie um I think it's the sort of conversation that comes up in bed spontaneously. If the initial reaction is, yeah, what a good idea, then go with it. If the initial reaction is negative on either part, then forget it. You never, ever force your partner to do that. If they don't want to do it, then forget it. Even if they've got slight reservations, it's probably not a good idea. Well, that's a good place to wrap it up. So, Lucy and Willie, thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.